Hello, Judy Bartkoviak here, um, NLP and EFT Kids. Um, I wanted to talk today about the influence that our childhood, our own childhood has on how we are as a parent. And in fact, I was just flicking through my book, The Self-Esteem Workbook, um, because I remember that I've got some exercises in there which I'd like to share with you. Obviously, they're sort of somewhat easier if they're in front of you and you can see the exercise and find the space to write your uh, your response. So, yes, if you want to um, for me to send that to you, just get in touch, just um, direct message me or email me um, and I'll send that through to you. Or, of course, you could buy the book, The Self-Esteem Workbook, which you can find on my website. Anyway, let's start with uh, what I'm saying in the exercise is thinking about your own childhood for a moment. What aspects do you feel um, affected you? Which factors seem to you to be significant in your upbringing that you feel have made you the person that you are? So the first question really is your own parents, their upbringing, jobs, income level, marriage and values. How has this influenced who you are, the type of person you are? How has this influenced you in your work situation? How has this influenced you socially? And how has this influenced you in your relationship with your partner? Then birth order. Are you the eldest, middle, youngest or an only child? Again, how has this influenced who you are, the type of person you are? How has this influenced you in your work situation? How has this influenced you socially? How has this influenced you in your relationship with your partner? What about your upbringing? How were your parents with you? Were they strict? Were they laid back? Were they overprotective? Were they critical? Did they have high expectations? And also what I would perhaps add in now, looking uh, back at what I've put in the book, I would add in, was, was love conditional or unconditional did you feel you had to earn love um, from one or either parent and how did that affect you in terms of were you constantly trying to seek approval trying to win their affection doing things to please them and how has that influenced you now who you are now and who you are at work who you are socially and in your relationship with your partner and of course, how you are with your children. What about your school experiences? Were they positive and enriching? Did you do well or did you feel a failure? Were you popular? Did you excel at certain subjects, at sports, music, drama or art? And how has this affected you? Again, in your work, at home, at play, with your partner, as a parent. I'd say that these are all things to ponder on, to maybe journal on. Um, I love journaling and I find it a great way to just sort of clear my head and give myself some clarity. I did that this morning on London Writers Salon um, because I was feeling a bit sort of jumbled up and a bit emotional, I guess, after, you know, Mother's Day and course it was sort of quite busy um, and so on and facing the new week Monday today 
um, I felt I needed some clarity for my week and I journaled. Um, so if any of these sort of issues regarding your own parenting sort of gives you a little bit of a lump in the throat and maybe a, an aha moment regarding your own approach to parenting, how, you know, journal on it. Talk, talk with your partner about it. Talk with your children about it. Sometimes we, we can be a bit sort of vague and say, oh, yes, you know, my parent, you know, how, my, how I was parenting definitely affected me. But, you know, how often do you actually really chunk it down to how it affected you? Also, you, your age, how old you are, what life stage you're at now. Where are you along life's path? You know, I've got four children. The youngest, who's 22, is on the point of leaving home. I'm feeling a bit like, you know, it's going to be very strange without him, although I suspect he'll be appearing quite frequently, as they do, don't they? Raiding the fridge. What are you having for supper? Can it stretch? But, um, yeah, it's still, still very different, isn't it, to, uh, to actually just be, you know, yourself and your hubby. Um, you may wish that you had that time now if you've got much younger children than me, um, but uh, that time will go so quickly. And I'm very envious of all of you with young children uh, in the home. But I, I do my bit, I guess. I, I My therapy room has children in it most of the time. So back to the exercise. What about gender? What kind of man or woman are you? And how does this view or sort of the view of what, your role is as a male, a female, a husband, a wife, a wife, a wife, a husband, a husband, you know, partners, whatever you might prefer, you know, or feel happy to to call yourself. Um, you know, just how does that affect you? You know, what what role you have in your family um, and maybe how that has changed over over time as your children have grown or have, as you've had children or have, as they've left the home um, and or if you're expecting um, a child. So just think about, you know, who am I as a as a mum? Who am I going to be as a mum and so on or as a dad? Also, past experiences, what key events in your life um, have affected you? I work a lot with um, teens, with children who have had very difficult um, uh, events in their life. Parents splitting up, um, a big move from one part of the country or another country uh, to another. Mum going back to work, um, dad, you know, etc., etc. All sorts of events can happen in our life. Uh, conditions, serious conditions, the death of a parent, death of a grandparent, these things affect us uh, quite significantly. Um, and, you know, even though maybe as a parent, you'd like to feel that they haven't been too affected, that, you know, it's better for them this way or whatever, um, you know, it, it may be that the child is very affected. And when one child's affected by something, the others are too. So you might have one child that perhaps has a condition, um, physical, emotional, mental, etc. Um, but that will still impact on everybody else in the family. So have a think about how all of these different factors have influenced who you are, what sort of person you are, your work situation, home situation, socially, um, your, with your partner and with you as a parent. Maybe also think about those things I haven't thought of, 
that for you that you know have affected you um, and um, journal on those. So how we regard these factors, whether we blame them for negative influences or attribute them to our positive ones can be a matter of perception. What will affect you may not affect somebody else and vice versa. The same influences can be reframed or looked at in a different way. It's obvious they can be viewed differently because, you know, we all take something different out of the same experience. So how could you reframe any of the factors that you've just journaled on or listed so they could be advantageous to you? Could any of them have given you a useful or valuable resource that other people don't have? Imagine it like flipping a coin. And in fact, you know, I've got an exercise in the book where you've got some sort of coins, not real ones, obviously, just pictures, sorry, um, where you write the belief on one and then you write the positive one on the other side. Um, so um, you can reframe what's happened to you and look at it um, positively. Um, one of the one of the very influential people in my life um, has been Mo Gordat, um, really through the podcast that Elizabeth Day, you know, she has a podcast called How to Fail. And she's interviewed Mo Gordat a few times. And he's written a book called How to Sol or Solve for Happy. It's called, yes, Solve for Happy. And he says that A plus B equals C. I've probably mentioned this before. A is the activating event. So it'll be that key event in your life that you've just noted or listed. Then B is the belief that you have about it. And C is the consequence. So A plus B equals C. Well, you can't change the activating event. You can't go back into the past and change it. Um, you know, would, would that we could, I'm sure. Um, B is the belief. Well, you can change a belief. A belief is not a fact. So what belief could you change that would actually make C, the consequence, a much happier one for you? So if something really bad has happened in your life, and I think it probably has for all of us, hasn't it? Um, what, you know, how could you view it differently in order to make um, a more positive consequence for yourself and for yourself as a, as a partner, as a parent um, and so on? So I hope you found that interesting. And as I say, this is from the self-esteem workbook, um, which is full of exercises like that. So if sort of self-esteem is something you struggle with a bit, um, either get in touch, obviously, for a consultation. And as you know, I do free half hour chats just so I can go through what we might go through. Um, I also actually have a self-esteem program of sessions where we don't go through the book as such, but we go through different aspects of the book as they really pertain to you and what you're struggling with in terms of self-esteem. And if you have um, a child or teen who struggles with self-esteem, I do have a specific confidence and resilience program for kids. But I just thought that I'd share that exercise with you because I've just done something fairly similar myself this Monday morning. And quite by chance, or is it by chance? I sometimes wonder, don't I, whether these things just happen. When I flicked through that book, that was the exercise I came to. And I may well use that actually for a client that I've got later on today. So I thought I'd share it with you. Okay.